We are Caro, Leon and Greta, a mix of PhD students at the TU Darmstadt. We would like to know more about the research at our university and will interview other PhD students every two weeks. Hi everyone, in today's episode we will talk with Joao about robotics. Hi Joao. Hello Caro. <laughs> it's uh, nice uh, to have you here. Uh, it's nice to be here with you three as well. Perfect. So um, maybe we start uh, to talk about a bit you. So when did you start your PhD? So I started my PhD in Darmstadt in November 2019. So a couple of years ago around. I think three years and yeah, a couple of months. Mm -hmm. And uh, why did you choose to do your PhD in Darmstadt or especially at the TU in Germany? So in Darmstadt specifically, it was not, uh, let's say it was not a very direct uh, choice. It just uh, happened. Uh, and uh, how it happened was mainly because I was doing my master thesis here. So I was studying my master's degree in Freiburg, but then I wanted to do something different for my master thesis in a more specialized topic. And in Darmstadt, there was a very interesting group doing uh, robotics. And then I came to Darmstadt to do my master thesis here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, my master thesis went uh, quite well. And then I liked it a lot. And then my professor asked me if I wanted to apply for a PhD position here. And yeah, then I always wanted to do scientific work. So I thought, yeah, why not? And uh, then I went for it. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So your uh, PhD thesis, is it a continuation of your master thesis? So like, yes and no. So it's, of course, it's on the same topics or same related topics but it's not a direct continuation. So the topic of my master thesis was a bit more theoretical and a bit more with, yeah, let's say with uh, robots, but more in simulation or a bit more toy robots. And in my PhD, I tried to work more with real robotic arms and uh, also in a bit more applied topics that were not only going to work in the simulation or in theory, but you can also see, or where you can also see the robot arm moving and doing some nice tasks. Mm -hmm. yeah. Sounds really interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> so you mentioned that you are not uh, originally from Darmstadt. Maybe you can tell us a bit more about your background. So what did you study before? Um, are you from TU Darmstadt or are you from uh, somewhere else? No, so yeah, I'm originally from Lisbon, from Portugal. Uh, yeah, one of one of the very nicest sunny cities in Europe. And uh, I studied for my uh, integrate, integrated uh, bachelor and master program in Lisbon, electrical and computer engineering. And after that, I worked for a couple of years in a big company in Portugal. And I wanted afterwards to do a more specialized master in machine learning and informatics in general. And that's when 
I then decided to do my master outside of Portugal. And I ended up choosing Germany. And only after that, um, so yeah, so I came to Germany, to Freiburg more specifically. And only after that, I landed in Darmstadt for my master thesis and then uh, my PhD. That's a really interesting background. So in which uh, research group are you working? And what is the project that your working group is focusing on? Yeah, so I'm working in the Intelligent Autonomous Systems Group of the Computer Science Department. So we have this very nice building near the Ehrengarten in Darmstadt. And our group focuses on what you would call artificial intelligence or machine learning for robotics. So we basically take yeah, methods that already exist, or we sometimes create our own methods from machine learning or AI, and we apply them to yeah, robotic tasks, such as, uh, for example, assembly tasks or um, pick and place tasks that the robot needs to do to uh, put, for example, some boxes from a table to a shelf. And uh, what is an assembly task? You can picture an assembly task. So I'm not sure if you are aware of this game that um, babies uh, play or that kids uh, play, that you basically have, um, you have a box with different shapes. So for example, a triangle, a circle, a square, and you have a matching shape that you need to insert in this uh, box. And for, yeah, for a child, uh, it's not easy to do that if you didn't do it before, but uh, you can do it, right? I mean, you, with some trial and error, you will figure out that first, uh, for example, the cube shape needs to go into the cube hole. And that's one part of the decision that you need to make. And the second part of the decision is really how to perform the motoric skill of inserting this cube into the uh, cube box. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like this is uh, an example of an assembly task for kids, but you can also think of this in an industry setting. For example, when you are yeah, we're building a bicycle and you need to insert some pieces together, this is comprises uh, an assembly task. So you just basically tell the robots um, how they should assemble things. Yeah, so that would be the ultimate goal, would be to tell a robot, uh, can you assemble me uh, my bicycle? And then you would hopefully uh, yeah, assemble all of the parts uh, from your bicycle. Would be really helpful in the future. Yeah, I would say so, yeah. <laughs> so um, what is the name of uh, the professor that your working group is again? So my professor is called Jan Peters. Mm -hmm. He studied uh, yeah, also informatics or computer science in Germany. And he did his PhD in the United States in the years between 2000, 2007, around those years. And at that time, that like this topic of machine learning for robotics was not uh, very well known. So it's kind of like, yeah, one of the pioneers of robot learning in the world and then in Europe and finally in Germany. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a cool working group that you're in. Yeah, I mean, there is, uh, of course, a lot of uh, 
interesting people doing a lot of interesting research and that also makes one yeah, want to do something uh, great and try to advance the field. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is your PhD focusing on? Yeah, so my PhD focuses on learning methods for manipulation or for robotic manipulation specifically. This goes mainly in two different directions. So one direction is about motion planning. So suppose that you want to have a robot that picks up a box from a table and puts it on a shelf. And while doing this movement, it needs to avoid collisions with its environment or with other obstacles that are on its way. Right? And so in one of the projects, we basically try to speed up these methods or these traditional methods that exist already in robotics by leveraging a large amount of, of data. Yeah. And then on the other side, uh, you also, in manipulation tasks, like, like I explained before, in this kind of assembly tasks, you have uh, very contact-rich interactions, right? So when you insert something, uh, one shape in, into another shape, there's a lot of context between these shapes. And, I mean, it's very difficult to model this kind of interaction. And, yeah, so we basically try to create learning uh, algorithms such that the robot can learn by trial and error how to do this kind of task. That sounds really cool. And um, I have a personal question for you. Sure. So I heard that uh, you uh, like have robots in your lab that uh, play games. Mm -hmm. Could you tell me a bit more about this? Yeah, so actually that's quite uh, interesting. And I think, yeah, there is two very cool applications. So one is uh, hair hockey and another one is a robot that uh, juggles. So, yeah, so like a juggling robot that can juggle. And I think now it can already juggle three balls at the same time. Wow. So yeah. how big is this robot? It's not so big uh, as... Uh, As you think, it's only, I would say, if you extend the robot arm, maybe one meter and a half. So it's not a giant robot. And also, yeah, because it needs to be super fast to do a juggling motion. And so it uh, cannot be massive and it needs to be actually quite uh, lightweight. Yeah. So can I imagine the robot like it has a head and also a body and arms and legs like in the movies? Or is this like a, a, a false um, interpretation of a robot? Yeah, exactly. So there is, so yeah, so the term robot contains a lot of different uh, morphologies, right? So yeah, so people think of robots as this kind of humanoid-like machines. But yeah, in our fields, in our nomenclature, we see robots just as a simple robotic arm. So basically, we say that a robot can go from, for example, a pendulum or a robotic arm that looks and resembles a human arm, for example. What is a pendulum exactly? Yeah, a pendulum is like a physical uh, system 
um, yeah, like a typical pendulum from uh, problem from physics, where you have uh, yeah a joint that basically holds uh, a rod, and this rod rotates around one joint, and so yeah, so the idea behind this system is that you can balance this rod around this this joint. So it's like a, a clock, you know, like in the yeah. old clocks, these cuckoo clocks, I think they're called like this. Exactly, yeah. So it's like, yeah, you can think about it as a, as a clock or like the pointer of the that sets the hours in a clock, but where you need to control this pointer such that it doesn't fall down. Or the idea is that the, the pointer always stays in the in the zero hours. Cool. So I can imagine your lab like uh, with a lot of uh, robot arms that are just uh, piled up and play games by their, themselves. Yeah, exactly. I think we have now at least uh, eight robots, including uh, robot arms and also a robot that looks like a humanoid robot, but uh, does not have um, um, legs, but rather has some wheels uh, to move. But it has two arms and it has a head. Sounds like yeah. a really cool place to do your PhD in. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's very cool because you have a lot of uh, machines that you can play with and uh, a lot of people doing a lot of cool things with uh, these machines. Do you yeah. have a favorite uh, robot in your lab? Mm, so, I mean, the robot that I work with, uh, so it's a robotic arm, I kind of is my favorite because I know him a lot and I know how to uh, move him, how to give him commands for him to do uh, what I would like him to do. So, yeah, it's my robot because I kind of know him very well. Does he have a name or she? Yeah, it's actually, um, so it's, it's produced from a company called Franca Emika. And the robot, it's called uh, Panda. That's cute. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm not sure if this is true, but uh, Franca and Emika, I think somebody once told me that they are the daughters of the founder. But I'm not 100% sure. I, I'm not sure if this is a rumor or if it's actually the truth. So yeah. why is that called Panda then? Yeah, good question. I have no idea. <laughs> Maybe because it's white and uh, has some some black spots like a panda. I don't know, maybe. Now I'm curious yeah. how it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we're almost at uh, the end of this episode. So maybe we can talk about uh, the last question. What is your favorite part about doing a PhD or about your topic in general? So, yeah, the favorite part about doing a PhD is really this addiction to find out uh, new things to try out new ideas, to uh, to kind of fight uh, for a problem until you find a solution. And yeah, I think it's quite hard when you are in this process, but it's quite rewarding when things work and then when you see uh, your results. So yeah, I would do it again. Cool. So do you have anything else that you would like to, to include? So, yeah, I think, uh, so one thing that is still missing a lot in our field is women uh, doing robotics and informatics and machine learning. 
and yeah, I was uh, yeah, I'm I'm quite fortunate that I have a Evie who is a so a Evie for the non-English uh, sort of non-German uh, speakers is the student uh, research assistant, and yeah, I'm quite uh, fortunate to have uh, one Evie that is a female that you can try to push and try to motivate her to um, work more in in robotics and to yeah to kind of support her in her research career but it would be much nicer if we had more women working in in these fields i agree with you 100 percent yeah <laughs> So if there are any uh, women out there who are interested in uh, working with robotics and have like uh, robotics uh, play games all day <laughs> or robotic arms, just uh, yeah, contact uh, us and we can get you in touch with a uh, job. So yeah, I think that's it. Uh, so um, yeah, thank you for your time and uh, see you in two weeks. Okay, thank you. It was very nice talking with you. Bye. Bye. We are Caro, Leon and Greta, a mix of PhD students at the TU Darmstadt. We would like to know more about the research at our university and will interview other PhD students every two weeks. See you in two weeks then. Bye!